Hello and welcome to the Real Chat Podcast, episode 19 with myself, Scott Murray, and as ever, Fraser Danoon. How are we this fine week, Fraser? Not bad, not bad. It's been a, a wee while since we've sat down and done one of these. Just been really, really busy, man. Yeah, I, I don't actually help know. It. I don't actually know what we've been busy doing, but it's just we've been like ships in the night again, just kind of not being free at the same time and, yeah. and whatever. But uh, we're here now, the penultimate episode of this first series, um, which is starting a wee bit on a sad note. But um, but I'll let you speak more about that, Fraser. <laughs> Yeah, so I think a reason kind of why maybe it took us this long is just because of the the gutting result that was, of course, as time of recording, it's Wednesday the 8th of June, uh, it was Wednesday the 1st of June where Scotland uh, played Ukraine in their three-time rescheduled fixture um, and sadly lost out 3-1 um, to, to the side and yeah, it's just, I, I think I needed a bit of time to just yeah, kind of get over it. I think I'm kind of over it now. Um, I was actually seriously speaking to about this. I was, uh, I was speaking to um, one of the band members about it, and he was saying that, like, you couldn't have lost to a team and felt sort of like not feeling sad for them, and not feeling sad for your team. Obviously, got that Scotland lost, but we couldn't have lost to um, a team that kind of deserve it um, more than Ukraine. Um, obviously with everything that's going on in their country just now um, and the fact that they just absolutely battered us on the park um, uh, that wasn't ideal yeah, um, typical Scotland all, all the hype before the game and then just nobody turned up apart from Craig Gordon and um, uh, and Cal McGregor as well I thought yeah Cal McGregor was give him a shout out he was, he was pretty solid and he was, he was trying his best to, to get the team going but um, just wasn't enough in the end Obviously, the the late goal in the last kick of the game basically kind of killed it off, but it was two one for long enough. Well, it, it um, was coming. I mean, because we threw everything forward, and then I think there was a chance where they were through on goal. McGregor makes a tackle, so you thought yeah. there's something's going to happen like that because McGregor's feel, not. Ah, you could feel something like a typical Scotland late goal coming, but just wasn't to be in the end. Their goalie had a really good game as well. Mm-hmm. He made a few decent saves and. Defensively, Ukraine were actually really, really solid as well. They were, yeah. in fairness to them, they they played, they played, um, played well within their units as well, and they, they worked hard for each other too. Which um, it was just, I I think they just had a lot of time prepping together. Yeah, I mean, which does help. I I think we spoke about this as well. We said if Scotland had played them in May, we'd have beaten them yeah. with the form that we were on. Um, and even just, time. even just like McGinn and uh, other Premier League players, their season ended what two two weeks ago. Same yeah. with like the Scottish, Scottish Prem and stuff. Yeah. I'm not like obviously making excuses and stuff. It's just one of those things that um, had ha- had to happen. But I mean, yeah, like yeah, Zinchenko is. I didn't even think he was that good, but oh my goodness! Uh, even when you're getting plaudits from Ali McCoy, he doesn't give it out very often. No, for opposition players. So, um, so yeah, you, you must be doing something right, but. Um, it's actually quite shameful from some of the Scotland players, I thought, especially some of the, the English Premier League players that just didn't didn't look good at all on the part. No, Che um, uh, Adams was nervous up top. I liked the I liked this team when I when it went out. Cause I thought, right, this is attacking, like we're actually gonna yeah, go for it. But it was McGinn not his usual sort. self. He but was. I think he was frozen out though. I think, yeah, I think Ukraine did I really well in the middle. Zinchenko, Zinchenko kind of he didn't man mark him but he wasn't far away from him 
for most of the game. So I think that was maybe their game plan. And he was passing the ball around him, but whereas John McGinn, like normally, rather would get on the ball, drive forward, and what have you. But mm-hmm. um, and Billy Gilmer, I thought it was a bit of a bit of a, a risky one starting him considering he's only just back from injury, and that was his first game. And he, the boy looked dead in his feet after an hour. Yeah, um, no, no match sharpness. Like, and the thing, I just we took. It's what I said after the game as well. Sixty minutes to get into one of the most crucial games in recent history. Yeah, it's just it's not gonna uh, do it. It's, uh, I suppose it works through all the ranks. There's there wasn't any. Well, I mean, Craig Gordon, he's kept us in the game. Could have been five or six one, um, if not. But, um, but just just shocking that nobody turned up for it. It's it's the one it's one game that they could have just absolutely knocked their pan in for the ninety minutes and that's it, because we go again tonight as of recording um, mm-hmm. on Wednesday in the Nations League. So <coughs> I would have felt that the other game would have been a bit more critical than this game. But well, now this game becomes critical. Yeah, so. and uh, there there have been moments where we've needed like goals and performances to come, and they have, uh, especially with the. The World Cup qualifying group towards yeah. the end, we were on nine, eight unbeaten or yeah. something. We kind of, we kind of needed to take, we need to start taking games by the scruff of the neck rather than waiting for something to happen. Because it's like in recent times we've waited to concede or to be close to conceding before we've come into a game. Whereas we should be on the yeah. front foot from the start, which is what we should be doing, in my opinion. But yeah, it's a shame to leave, uh, to lose Dykes as well at half time. Uh, that was a, a yeah. quad injury. It's later revealed. Um, he's out of the squad yeah I was surprised he started him but I mean I know he was trying to go attacking but normally I, I kind of like Dykes off the bench it kind of makes a, a more of an impact for me off the bench but um, but no he was uh, unfortunately um, he's pulled out of the, of, uh, the next fixture through injury so what, what, was a, what was a chance what was a chance for somebody else um, I, wonder, I wonder who I think it'll be Brown it will <laughs> it I, it frustrates me as well because Ross Stewart has been on fire this season in his, so in his club red form. hot. He's not had a chance yet. No. Even in, even in that game, we could talk about this Scotland game forever. Uh, why why is he considering bringing on Suter to stick him up top when he's got a prolific goal scorer? Well, who's even massive as well. Yeah. Even when Dykes came off the bench. I thought just make it like for like I don't care if it's first game. Nah, he, he put was, Hickey in for his first start and oh he was he, he was always he was always gonna change the system because we were one 0 down at the time. Yeah, he was yeah. always gonna change it. And in fairness to Ryan Christie, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Christie for Scotland, but he was quite good when he came on. He was driving he was just, forward and, and picking out passes. He was which, clever. I, yeah, that was that was the word I was about to use. He was he was clever in what he was doing. He wasn't necessarily um doing really really um like expansive things with the ball he was just doing the simple things taking the ball in get letting letting the lines get forward and working back yeah. as well he was tracking back to help out as best he could um it's just is it's just his quick feet so yeah. he has a little mm-hmm. a little one two with his, with his uh with his left and right and that just yeah. gives him a bit of space right. to get folk up the See, park I, and that's kind of just right. a bit of composure I, th- like. I think he's better off the bench as well than starting in my opinion but I know that's bad to say about players but because players should really be ready good, to go good whenever. from the start but some players just aren't like, like that we're okay off the bench and that's perfectly acceptable I, but I am absolutely fine with being cut off coming off the bench because I've only got about 10 minutes in me anyway <laughs> so um, but no and then obviously Ukraine went through to play Wales on the Sunday 
and unfortunately just missed out with to a one goal defeat. Um, a year one goal as well. Goal as well. Did you see it? No, I didn't oh, actually go and watch a it. Great finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think that's the first time Wales have qualified for a World Cup in like thirty-eight years or something. I think that's, just, uh, that's right. Uh, so I, I suppose mean, it's our, na- our year. I'm happy team. because it's uh, it's our they're part of our nation as well. They're part of Great Britain. So oh, I don't um, like Wales. I don't mind Wales. I prefer them over England. Oh yeah, I prefer Wales over England. But um, but who no, fair play to Wales who are going to going to the World Cup and there's been heaps of celebrations. And everything I've seen on online and everything that's it looks good. So could have been us, but hey ho. Imagine go, if it was again. us. Oh, that'd be awful. We go again. Um, we go again tonight in the Nations League against Armenia. Um, should be pretty routine. Um, we kind of need to avoid getting embarrassed here. I think. Um, yeah, well, tell game, you what, so. Armenia no mugs like no mugs. Uh, beat beat Republic of Ireland, but on form we should we should we 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 need to react tonight definitely. The players yeah. need to show a bit of determination and something. He, I don't know if he's going to change his team or not. I can see him. I've seen a, a lot of changes. people. A lot of people have tr- have wanted Clark to go to a four three three, but the question is, we only have one winger per se, and that's br- that br- guy Brown. Like if we if you we could, play you could, with you could play Christie off the left, I reckon you could. You could off get the right. away with that. Nah, I would say off the left. Oh, he loves to cut on his left though. Nah, leave him out there. No, because then Brown's his left foot. I don't know. I've not seen much of that Brown. Keep him as far away from the team as possible, in my opinion. Well, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to see that tonight. And, Optimistic. And I mean, I had a, I didn't have a great sleep last night. Actually, I woke up uh, with a fever. And then I wow. looked outside my window. The sky was darkest blue. Honestly, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, but um, but no, sad week for Scotland. But could be resurrected tonight with a good result, a good good performance. More than two anything. weeks, big two weeks for Scotland. Big two weeks. Yeah, you're right. Because we got Republic of Ireland at the weekend, and then Armenia reverse fixture. Yeah. Next sure. Wednesday. We'll see how we go on. We'll obviously keep you updated as ever. Um, also moving on. As everyone knows, in this um, sort of summer period, we've got without any football. We are we are covering um, the NWSAFL. <laughs> I've got it absolutely sus now, um, and we've actually had two rounds of fixtures. We've had a Highland Amateur Cup round of fixtures and also a round of league fixtures since the last time we spoke. Um, so I'll quickly run through the second round results for the um, for the Highland Amateur Cup. Um, so NMM Sams um, were playing IRN Security and a 3-2 victory for the Security lads um, secured the secured next round secured a 3-2 victory <laughs> um, Black Isle United took on Kirkwall Hotspurs and Kirkwall Hotspurs coming out 5-2 victors Sleet and Strath um, winning 6-1 against Conan Bridge Watton unfortunately losing 4-0 to Lockharder Saints um, High Ormley Sp- Hotspurs beating Lockinver 4-1 Staxi Joe United beating my boys 4-2 unfortunately in quite a tight game um, Loch Ness surprisingly losing 4-2 that was kind of the game of the, the round Whitgroats obviously current holders of the Highland Amateur Cup and Loch Ness having a lot of ringers playing for them um, uh, yeah so unfortunately losing 4-2 Fort Rose and Rosemarkey Getting absolutely battered 6-0 by Golsby Stafford at home as well, which makes it even worse. Um, Maryborough got beat 4-2 by Och. Stromnest United 
Aye, Stromness United. Uh, no, Stromness Athletic <coughs> beating Harris FC 2-1. Um, Ness FC winning 2-1 against Portree, and I can now confirm that Ness FC is not the team that I thought it was from a few episodes ago. Um, it's not the team I thought it was, so it's oh. not, I don't know where they're from. Um, Pentland United winning 4-0 against Kirkwall Thorfinn. Uh, Wick Thistle winning 2-0 against Ardisir. Carloway beating Bimbecula 8-0. Um, and Barra getting beat by Laird Rovers 3-1. And I think Laird Rovers in this is a bit of a dark horse. I would not rule them out. They've pulled in a lot of players in the last few weeks that I've seen. Love a few that. Highland League players playing for them, getting released to play for them. So, um, so yeah. And we also went to go watch a game. Uh, myself, um, Fraser and uh, Ewan. We all went to watch a game. In allness that was played between Black Rock Rovers and Feribache. Um I would say we've become adopted fans of Feribache, but they are absolutely garbage. Not now. Um, I, I withdraw my season ticket. <laughs> so do I. I ripped it up and threw <laughs> it at the sub goalie. Um, yeah, it was. It was. What an afternoon! Honestly, it was one of the most stupid games of football I've ever watched. It was baking heat, which I think made it even worse. It was about 40 degrees. We had the ice creams out and everything. It was quality. Oh, strawberry cornetto was unbelievable. Yes, unbelievable. Um, But yeah, Black Rock Rovers coming out 8-1 victors against Feribache. We actually missed Feribache's goal. We were away Mm. getting uh, some more liquids um, to replenish from all the the sweating that we were doing. (laughs) It was that hot. Um... But yeah, I can't remember what was the score at half time. Five uh, six nil at half time. Six nil half. Six nil half. Very much had a better second half, but <laughs> man of the match for me is the the Ferry Bachi goalie. Um, oh. his goal his goal kicks all day were useless. But every time a goal went in, he could hoof the ball about forty yards further than what he was doing normally in all directions, <laughs> just getting raging and they- just panting the ball out of the park. It's when they conceded in the first minute and the goalie <laughs> smashes the ball, he screams at the top of his voice and punts the ball out of the park. Right. That was, like, we're not we're not even exaggerating here. I think it was actually less than a minute. I th- I think it must have been about 30 seconds. We'd, we'd no longer got there and they'd scored. Some of the goals were just... Oh, just playing it out yeah. from the back and it didn't work. And there was just... The, num- the winger shouting it was cracking me all the time. That, like... And maybe about five minutes in, the Ferry Bache backline, one of their guys that was playing at the back, just went, we're absolutely blowing here. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes in the game, the boy was asking a calling for water to get him on the park. I know it was hot, but... Um, feel you, brother. Still. Feel you, brother. Number 19, also for Ferry Bache. Superb performance in CDM. <laughs> <laughs> I think he made about two passes. What did I tell you before the game? I was like, that boy looks... <laughs> Like you can pick a pass, and he actually see when he actually got his first one. I was like, "That's a his, quality his pass." Team, his team didn't trust him though. His team didn't follow him in. But <coughs> no. um, but anyway, it was it was a good afternoon well spent. So, um, so yeah, we'll we'll try and get along to some more games, um, and see what's happening. Um, but moving on, uh, the, I'm actually looking here just now. Uh, when is the draw happening? For the third round. Draws happened. I'm right ahead of you, Scotty. Are you? I've already got it. Would you like to see it? Hit me with your best shot. (laughs) So the third round draw getting taken place on the 25th of June. Um, Not the draw, the games. The 25th of June. 
Just thought I'd say that. Yeah. Um, on the, I think it's a Saturday because that's when the Europeans are in Inverness. It is indeed. A shame. It's a wee shame. Um, so we're going with the Black Rock Rovers, the team in undeniable form. They play host to Golsby Stafford. Um, Och are at home to Kirkwall Hotspurs. Lair Grovers, your dark horse, they go up to face Pentland United. Um, Wick Groats uh, play Staxi Joe United. Ness FC host Carloway. Um, Lochter Saints. Lockarder. Oh, yeah. How's that? Lockter. I don't. I don't know how it is, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Saints. They play uh, the High Ormley Hotspurs. Stromness Athletic play Wick Thistle, and IRN Security play Sleet and Strath. Pick of the ties there. I would say Lairg versus Pentland. That that could be a tight game. Pentland. Pentland. I think were runners up last year. If I'm well, last time out. Mm. I can't remember. I'll need to check that. I'm but. thinking Blackrock v Golsby. Yeah, could be close. Golsby coming in in good form. Uh, Blackrock. The, the team was just like full of kids, but they're playing absolutely brilliant. There was this boy in the middle of the park. What was his name again? Kai. Kai. Oh, what Kai. A player, and the boy, by the way. boy Jude out in the right. He was. A, he was a bit moany, but he was like. I mean, he's demanding a lot of his of his teammates. And he was. He looked like he was. But yeah, that player. that centre mid. Everyone just went through him. Yeah, second half. He could ping it wide. He was driving through the middle as well and was defending pretty well as well. Great player. Good, yeah. Um, we've also had uh, we had some midweek fixtures to catch up um, this week as well. There was games on... If it wasn't a game on Saturday, there was games on Tuesday night. Um, we've got two games to bring to you. There's actually games tonight as well happening, I think. But they're not... Oh, no, they are on here. Um, I'll run through the results first. So on Saturday just past... Uh, we had Lair Grovers playing Dornick and Lair Grovers taking out a 4-3 victory. That was a very, very tight game by the looks of it. Um, so yeah, would have been would have been a game to watch. Um, on Tuesday the 7th, so Tuesday just passed, yesterday, um, Golsby played Lairg again, so Lairg getting up their fixtures and Golsby getting beat 3-0. I like how in this results they like they, they list the scorers and for Golsby <laughs> yeah, just, I was just, just says, thinking that. It just says none. None. <laughs> like surely you just not put them in but anyway, <laughs> yeah, but there's matches scheduled for tonight, uh, Wednesday, June the 8th. Dornock versus Inver at the Meadows at half past 7 and Lochbroom versus Lochinver the West Coast Derby at 8 p.m. tonight. So so west. So west. Um, could be could be interesting, but um, we've got a league table here as well as it stands. Um, obviously, Lear Grovers have played a couple more games just because of their cap action. Um, so Lyric have played well one game extra than most people. Um, are top of the top of the league with twelve points. Um, Helmsdale in second with seven. Golsby Stafford with six. Um, Dornick in fourth with four points. Love that. Um, Lochinver in fifth with. Three Boom. joint with Loch Broom and Inver all on three points and then Melvick rock bottom with zero points and minus thirty three goal difference. They scored one. <laughs> There's always a glimmer of hope. Well, I mean the goal difference is actually quite respectable so far, apart from Lairg. Yeah, that well that that, that actually says all you need to know about Lairg. Ah. Um, yeah. Because like everyone has like Helmsdale is Plus six from three, Golsby's five from four, Dornick's uh, zero. Yeah. I mean, look in for ten as well, and they're 
I suppose. I mean, well, they've played Melvick, and I think they absolutely battered Melvick. If I'm right. <laughs> I think I looked there actually. Oh, that's uh, they can see like eleven I goals a game. Walk, Walkinver beat Melvick thirteen <laughs> 0 <laughs> I'm assuming you'll be free to run that game, like. Oh yeah, I'm up front that game. <laughs> nah, um, obviously I'm, I'm not on the team tonight. Unavailable for selection, unfortunately. Um, due to other commitments, but I'll hopefully play some minutes soon. <laughs> I was gonna say you, you were picking up right at the start, uh, and then it's ended up being really busy for me the last few weeks. So at weekends especially, so it's just been a bit of a boorish, <laughs> to be honest. But but no, looking forward to seeing how it, it pans out. I can't see past Lairg taking the league. I think I said this at the start as well. They always seem to grind out results if they need to, like they did against Dornick. Um and and just got a really good really good set of players, probably the pick of the players from, from this area anyway, so but Helmsdale could give them a run for their money, you know. Helmsdale wouldn't rule them out either. Um no losses on the card so far. Um but we'll see what, what comes of that. Um and also Highland Am coming in the next couple of weeks as well. Um to look forward to also. Again we'll try to get along to a game if we can. Um, moving on from our fixtures and league table I stumbled across a feed on Facebook um, this week and it was quite interesting I think we've maybe done a wee bit of this before um, it's football conspiracy theories um, let us know in your comments if you have any We're gonna, I'm going to pick out a few here and I'm gonna want, I want Fraser's um, opinion on these um, to see if he thinks it's um, cap or not. So my first one for you, Fraser. Mm-hmm. That Steven Gerrard slipped on purpose against Chelsea because he knew a slip would look better than being bested in a foot race. Tell you what. With Demba Ba. Jinky slipped because mm. he's gone, I'm not making that. No. I don't think so. I don't think that's no. either. Gerard slipping too much, is too much of a professional uh, for that. But slipping is obviously worse than losing a foot race. You get over a foot race. Folks still bring up the slip. True. <coughs> um, another one. Interesting. Morata, you know Morata's, mm-hmm. is used for money laundering. <laughs> yeah, I've no, seen that one. <laughs> it's just no way he's worth fifty million. Each time. Every, every each time, he, each his, time he's moved, his transfer fee is always fifty million, no matter where he goes. That's oh, it's honestly he's a mental. Right he's a tax right off. That's what. <laughs> oh, it's funny one. Yeah, I, d- I do believe that because like sh- that's it's not fair. Like how he's worth that much. I know he's, but people say, oh, he's good at heading. And yeah, his he, last. Yeah. So he went from. <clears throat> Well, this is this one is money laundering from the Real Madrid young team to Real Madrid. Guess how much he went for? He went for money. Well, I'm not sure. Eight million. And then from Madrid to Juventus was eighteen million, and then back to Madrid was twenty-seven. To Chelsea was sixty, and then Atletico Madrid was forty-five plus a fifteen million loan fee. <laughs> Oh, so his total transfer fee, like summon all together, I won't read through them all. But it's a hundred and I'm sure he'll have another few before his years up as well. A hundred and seventy million he's gone for. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. And what's he won? 
it's a great question. He he, he scores a lot of headers. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> scores a lot of headers. Um, I've got another one here. QPR kicking the ball back to Man City that f- infamous day. Surely there was some sort of rig. That's up for debate. Mm. Tell you what. Was Richard Dunn not playing for QPR? I think so. That's 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 definitely worth a look. <laughs> like why would why would QPR throw a two goal lead in the last uh, two minutes of the game? Against the team that's potentially winning the league. Yeah. <clears throat> I've heard about that. I've heard uh, definitely worth a worth a look into. Check the goalie's betting slip. <laughs> whoever it was. Uh was it Rob Green? Oh, see if it is. Must be. Yeah, you check out just now whilst I get up the next I'll one. Have a look. I think it might be. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do believe that. Uh, every someone's got here. Every single game outcome is planned. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pipe down, will will. You, can, <laughs> you can't do that's that doesn't make any sense. It was Paddy Kenny. Paddy Kenny. Mm. He's not Paddy oh. Kenny either. Have you seen this team, by the way? They probably had some players. Tarat was on the bench. There you go. That's conspiracy over. But then they weren't playing for anything, so they could Paddy Kenny. Uh, Paddy Kenny was in goals. Nidium Ahuna, the former Man City player, was playing. Um, I was wrong. Uh, Richard Dunn wasn't playing. Wasn't playing for anything. Clint Hill was. So was Anton Ferdinand. Um. And Joey Barton, Sean Wright Phillips. Some fucking ballers in there. Jibril Cisse. Good team. Good team. Um. <laughs> anyway. This is a belter here. So, Hewton son purposefully delayed his birth. Instead of playing along- alongside Robbie Keane, he got robbed by Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Gordon Strachan isn't the best manager ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, was some there, of these are hilarious. I'm, I'm was there a debate he today. was? There must be somewhere if somebody's saying that. If he beat England, then he would have been. Aye, maybe. Um, Hands down the so, best. Actually, I've scrolled past so many. It says QPR through the City title game. I've seen so many. Ush, tell you what, that's... <laughs> Looking out for that. Where funny. are we now? That's funny. Footballers get a bonus for each convincing dive they accomplish. <laughs> That's not real. Come <laughs> off it. Why does Salah do it so much? Well, it's, I have nothing to say about that because obviously he's just a great player. <clears throat> um, yeah, so there's there's a few there's there's you can go look on Facebook if you just search it football conspiracy theories. I'm sure it'll come up with uh, if you if you've got like two hours to kill, you can scroll through <laughs> all. Um, so that's what you're doing at work today. Uh, no, not at work today. That was I can't mind when I did that. Well, it was two days ago they posted it. So uh, whatever I was doing that day. Um, but yeah, there's some conspiracy theories for you, but. 
Um, if you have any, obviously let us know. As per usual, give us a a wee buzz in the old DMs, and we'll uh, we'll see how we get on. Tremendous. Um, any other news on sports this week, Fraser? Yes, just kind of looking through a couple of bits with Scotland, to be honest. Um, obviously announced today, if you haven't seen it already, Regan Charles Cook has left uh, Ross County after his contract expired. He has joined Belgium, I think, first division side, um, Cass Eupen, uh, on a free, on a three-year deal. My question, why is he bothered doing that? I like it. I think it's I think it's the smartest move to do. You'll well, never he, you'll never hear of him again. But I th- I think why this is such a great move instead of going to like keep staying in Scotland or going into England. England obviously hasn't worked for him. Scotland, um, if he went to Aberdeen or Hibs, he would have been wasted. It's just my opinion. But I I thought I thought Courtney might have offered him another year, like just just one year. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we would have. Cause I think it's just, it's what I what I said to him during the season review after he did the interview. I was just like, listen, if you work under Malky one more year, imagine how good you could be, like even better. Uh-huh. And then that means you leave. Well, <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't say this, but after like I said the bit about working under Malky, but then once I, once once you thought about it, you thought maybe he would. Um, so like if he signs a three year deal say that's what I said ages ago sign a three year deal sell after one year he may, he'll he make money off that transfer fee yeah and so we'll count if so it works both I, ways. Yeah, I don't think it's about money I think it's just about seeing what else is out there for him which is fair enough yeah. but if money was a thing I know I know he's got a family Um, but if money was a thing to look for then what's another year if you've if you're settled up here but honestly um. It's. I have been a major critic of him last season and uh, parts of this season as well. But yeah, it's just one of your your team going abroad, which is always lovely to see. I will keep an eye on him, see how he's getting on. I won't. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, there's been a few uh, a few comings and goings um, recently. Obviously, <laughs> players coming to the end of their contracts, um, not signing on. Um, a few have signed on. Not any big signings have been made yet, as of yet. Um, Could be a major one going out of going out of Scottish football. Who's that? Our beloved Calvin Ramsey. <laughs> I think awful. I think that's a good move for him to get out of Aberdeen now. Yeah. Um, just to be to be Alexander Arnold's understudy. But he gets to work under Klopp though. That's no, no, that's what I'm saying. To be Alexander Arnold's yeah. understudy, and which is. Quite that's, good. Yeah, that's that's like a dream come true for any player at this moment in time. Um well young player anyway. To get that opportunity. Um just as a sorry accent out and you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be alright. Well you'll have the scouts nailed down soon enough. <laughs> um but no there, there's not been many big signings for any teams really, apart from Holland really for Man City, but we kinda knew yeah. that one was coming. Tiffer, I don't think the window's open. I think it's just it's well, all it pre from August, doesn't it? Ah, it's, no July, isn't it? July? It's always July oh, and FIFA. August, I sorry. Yeah, um, so I think I think maybe it's just pre-contract stuff yeah, just now. The actual money side maybe will come into play yeah. a lot more. But there's also I'm not sure if you've seen it as well, Scott. Uh, we're obviously not really affected. Well, we are affected up north, um, and so is everyone around the country with Scott Rail having to reduce their timetable. Um, do you see this bit of the news 
where they where they came out and for tonight's game? Uh, no. So um, obviously there was. We actually had we were at the game last week, uh, me and you, and the trains were actually not too bad. Like we managed to get in just before the thingy. The what's it called? Stadium, that's the one. We were running around for ages, but still. Um, so, kick-off tonight is uh, quarter to eight. And do you want to know that when the last train is from Mount Florida to Glasgow? Well, like after the game or to the game? <laughs> well, just, yeah, go after the game. After the game. What's the, what's the last train probably, after the game tonight? Well, it's probably not after the game. I'd imagine it's before the final whistle. <laughs> I'd imagine it's like half eight or something. It's, it's quarter to nine. <laughs> So ScotRail came out today advising fans to leave at half time in order to get the last train home. That's shocking, to be honest <sighs> with you. That's like, like, and, like up here they put on like replacement buses if they have to cancel mm-hmm. trains or something. Why can't they do that for that? I think it's just because of the lack of... If they had, if they had more drivers, then they would have obviously get thingy. They would obviously in, just get... Aye. In fairness... Um, more trains. We were meant to go to the game, but we, we ended up selling our tickets because of the rescheduled date. None of us could make it. Um, and the the person I sold the tickets to, I was speaking to him last weekend, and he was saying that the people he went with, they had all intentions of like of getting the train back um, after the game. Mm-hmm. And obviously it didn't happen, so they had to walk two hours to get to where they were staying. Oh, no, to, sorry, not where they were staying, to where they were... Um, to where they were parked, they they couldn't. They knew well because obviously, at Hamden the po- the parking situation is terrible. There's nowhere to park within yeah. probably twenty minutes driving of uh, of of Hamden. So they had to park like central Glasgow, and then uh, they got the train out, and then we're going to get the train back. But um, queues are queues are always ridiculous. I've always just past few times I've been to Hamden, I've always just got the train out. And then just made the walk back, so I'm not really too bothered. Yeah, but two, and two hours to get back to a car, especially after that <laughs> loss. Not even a loss, just the time of night and that as well. And like they were driving yeah. back up the road up here, so I think they got in at like four in the morning, just about. <gasps> By the time they got out of Glasgow as well, because obviously the traffic yeah. was, was wild from the game too. So, but because uh, they even slashed up here. I mean, the last train home on a what was it, a Saturday, a Saturday or even just really early. It's quarter past five. Yeah, which is to get to ten. It's shocking, really, because there used to be a train that you could get that was at like half eleven. Yeah, I would have thought maybe <clears throat> the SFA or even I know it's probably not the SFA's problem, but ScotRail would have run a shuttle service because folk are paying for a ticket. Nah, like because just then folk are buying tickets at their own discretion. It's got nothing to do with. Like the SFA don't have to provide. No, sorry, I meant ScotRail. Oh, ScotRail. I they don't they they don't have to provide transport really for games. Like they're not tied to. Yeah. To do anything like that. It's but if they're if they're wanting to make money, how much could they hire a bus for? It's, it's just unfortunate it's landed at this time. Yeah. Where there's there's a couple of Scotland games happening. Yeah. Quite quite lucky that we we're away for the next two games after this, but yeah. could be a lot worse. Um. Yeah, so I so good luck to all, I'm not I'm not able to go um exactly. tonight. Good luck to everyone. <laughs> Rather use than me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I tell you what, we had no problems getting in. Well we did have a, almost had a wee problem getting in out of almost. 
<laughs> couldn't find the pitch to start with. Well, we couldn't find. There was no sign of any football game happening. Maybe for the, for the Highland Arm Cup, aye. We, we, uh, so we turned up, thinking it was a half two kickoff. No, two o'clock. A kick two off. o'clock kickoff. Turned turned up to the pitch where it normally is. No goals up or nothing. Right, oh, for goodness sake. There was nobody near the AstroTurf. Like, oh, what's going on here? Because like, the, the tie just said to, to be played in Allness. Didn't say where or none of the Twitters for either of the teams had specified which park it was getting played at. They just said somewhere in Allness. <laughs> and then, so we're driving about. We're thinking, oh, where's our football pitch in Allness? We're near stopping to ask somebody, <laughs> how you, where, where's the nearest pitch? Um, and then we end up seeing a bit of movement about one of the pitches we're like oh, surely it's not surely it's not like it the kickoff's changed but right enough the kickoff had changed to, to three I, I Ewan was like did you see the it said three o'clock here and I was like what <laughs> I've checked the Highland Amateur page and it says two o'clock so that was that was the only reason we got ice cream <laughs> was because well, there's so much time to kill I know um, but no and then at, at the brand new facilities at Allness um, tremendous by the way. and the pitch looked absolutely phenomenal I don't Gorgeous. know if they're on 4G or 5G now for Astros, but... I think it's 5. It must be 5, because that looked like... It looked like real grass. Aye, because... Because Tain's... What? Oh, Tain's is three? like 3G. 3 yeah. And it's, it's horrendous. So it's and then you move to Dingwall, the one at County, which is 4G. Yeah. So aye, that must be, be 5. Aye, because it was, it was like proper thick grass as well. Mm-hmm. Like, would have been oh, lovely to play, play on. Although it was very hot and like it would have been very hot underfoot, and a lot of the players were complaining about um, like skin peeling in the bottom of their feet and that because it was just melting. <sighs> basically, I've I've had that before on the Astro Turf at Tain when it's been really hot. Mm. And because your boots are plastic, they just heat up really quickly. Dude, I'm quite weird that I always like um, feeling the Astro when it's warm. I don't know why, but it's always just like quite nice. Yeah, that, that, if you're on it for too long and like if you, obviously if your feet are sweating and stuff and you're turning yeah. quite quickly and stuff, that, that's what happens. But so I don't get that. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't like, turn quickly. The bench is nice and cool, so. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, changing rooms are always got a lot yeah. of light for I where I go. Yeah, the couch is always. Uh, <laughs> but no, the facilities at Allness looks absolutely incredible. Um, so fair play to to the mm-hmm. new school there. It's obviously just just opposite their school pitch. It's not their school pitch. It is their school pitch opposite the the brand new school there. Um, a railing for everyone to lean on for spectators as well, which is always. We, we always welcome a railing. Absolutely. Um, Used it to heat, its full effect. Especially in that heat on, on Saturday. That was that was cooking. Um, I chose the wrong day to wear black. We'll put it that way. Well, I, you pulled up and I was like, this boy is incredibly, incredibly I brave. I, I walked out the house and I thought, oh, I've made an error here. Did like, you wear shorts? Did you have now. trackies nah, on? I, I just had my trackies on. Oh, that's your second mistake. Uh, it was, yeah, it was grim, but we move. We survived. Um, and we Absolutely, got, we got some entertainment. Um, didn't we? Didn't we just? <laughs> yeah. So, not much football this week, but we're we're trying to trying to keep it going as best we can. Obviously, yeah. we'll we'll keep up with transfers and things, and if there's any big big moves or anything, um, we'll see what happens. I was actually going to ask you, Fraser. Do you think Malky will stay? Yes. Even though he's in the running for the Blackburn job. Is he? <laughs> He's, he's, I th- did. Nah, he's, he's like 30 to 1 or something. Oh, don't play with my heart like that. Yeah. I didn't even know. I did see a thing about Gareth Bale. Apparently, he was considering a player manager role. <laughs> at Black I know I know Cardiff went in for him. Um, I've all, I think the favourite. Well, I think Blackburn had come out and said something like. Um, They're going to give that a go. Well, no, they'd, like, they'd started the interview process and like 
then once they started the interview process four high profile names came in for the job so they were they were re-interviewing basically to give them a chance and one of those people is Michael Carrick who I think that's a very good move for them unbeaten as a manager and him because it's a complete rebuild at Blackburn pretty much um They've got a lot of ageing players and a lot of players they've relied on loan. Uh, so, half their squads away, isn't it? Yeah, so I think um, from speaking to the Blackburn fan himself, James, he is all for Carrick, I think. Um, I think it would be a good move for both parties. He's just he's just a good guy as well. Yeah, like, like, he doesn't seem like he's got an the, ego. Imagine the players he could pull in as well. Uh, not like Gerrard worthy, but still a decent well, Michael supply. Carrick, like. he's... he's was at United for however long as a player and as a, a coach as well. So still undefeated as a manager. Yes, indeed. One. From that doesn't one. go under notice. <laughs> one from one. No, uh, he's played three. three yeah, well, he's won whatever. two and drew one with Chelsea. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd like to see that happen because he's. I think he deserves a, a manager role after his time at um, United because I think he did a lot in the background that folk didn't. Yeah. Didn't appreciate. Obviously, he was a wee bit. He was there with Fergie. I think him and uh, Darren Fletcher do quite a lot in the background. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Darren Fletcher's actually in for the job. No, I'm not too sure. But um, I'll need to have a look. But that big Duncan Ferguson is is the actual favourite for the job, which I think is a very what neg- a guy. negative shout if they do that. Oh, that'd be brilliant. I just I just love him as a a character. Really, it's probably terrible to say, but Roy Keane. Yeah. No. You don't think. No, get the, I'll get the odds up right now. Stick him to stick him to football. I think the thing with Carrick, I wasn't too sure, is that he left United to spend time with his family, didn't he? Yeah, and I think he was whether that his options as to whether that's too much time or not enough. Yeah, is is obviously up to him. Right, how am I going to find this? Just uh, the old the cheeky old Ben slip as well. But yeah, in terms of that, no really new 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 um. Liverpool apparently rejected a thirty million bid for Manny, which I think that's a very low offer. Oh, it's ridiculously low. I didn't even think that they'd get him for that. Yeah, it's a strange one, but um, oh, I've just got the list up here. It's all changed now. The top two are different. Oh no, Big Duncan's no favourite. So oh, in no. second is Ronnie Dyla. That's, that's horrendous. Nice. Um, and I don't know Good how you coach. say this. I don't know how you say this first game. First, first game. This first guy's name. Okay, so it's um, not Malky. It's could. It's like Jatil Nutson, Nutson, Nutson. Don't oh. know who he is. <laughs> um, Wayne Rooney's in there too. I'm just looking at names. Michael Carrick's now eighteen to one. Um, Roy Keane's in there. Chris Hutton. That wouldn't be a bad shout. Mike, well, it won't be Michael Beale because he's just signed for QPR. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Dyche. Oh, I know him. I feel like I know who he is too. He's the Bodo Glimp manager. Ah, that's the one. That's I'd who heard he his is. name before, but I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I recognise Newtson. There, there's a shout for you. Alan Pardew. <laughs> Good manager. Good guy, honestly. Gary Monk. He's calling him recently. Uh, Neil Lennon's in there. Nuno Espirito Santo. Rafa Benitez. Xabi Alonso. Wow. John Dal Tomas in Malmo. Alec Neil. 
Okay, I think we're getting off. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just off, trying to find Malky McKay here. <laughs> see what his odds don't. are. I don't. He might no, not even be in it anymore. Oh, there he is. Good. 80 to 1, Malky McKay. Might stick a tenner on fine. it. <laughs> don't. Nah, I won't. I won't. Please don't. Penny McCarthy. <laughs> what a flair. 150 to 1. Is that the South African boy? I he was quality. Oh, that's brilliant. Back in the day. Um yeah, that was that was a bit off topic there. Um we do apologise. Um I think that's our sporting done, is it, for this week? Absolutely. So Scott, it's been a while. Here we go. Here we go. It, it's been a while. So I'm just I'm kinda wondering what's what have you been listening to this week? <laughs> So on earth this week apart from my oh no my instagram facebook and tiktok feed just been the binley mega chippy song <laughs> all week and the last like three weeks um in fairness fair play to the binley mega chippy whoever made that song that's that's phenomenal um i have <laughs> I don't know. I've I've not really been listening to much new stuff. Um, I've I've added one new song to my new playlist, which is Super Like by the Academic. Um, I came across that when like, do you see when your when your playlist ends and you don't have like the oh yeah start stuff that's similar. I then play stuff that's similar. It came from that. So, and it was a wee catchy wee number. Um, so I've got that. Um, that's. that's Pretty much it, to be honest. And I've well, so I've been listening to all of a wee swatch here. Uh, I was going back through some Scott Wood band stuff. Um, I was actually I forgot one of the tunes that they played. I was trying to relearn it again. That was what I was doing. So I just ended up listening to some of their stuff again, which is phenomenal. If no one's listened to it, um, you like him as well, Fraser, don't you? The Scott Wood oh, band, see. they're very good. I was actually speaking to Scott Wood um, at the Hopeman. West oh, Beach sessions that was scary I was playing at that scary were playing before us. They were supporting us. Uh, <laughs> nah, they, weren't, they weren't supporting us at all. Um, when we were speaking to them, they were they had a, a hood of a journey afterwards. They were driving from Hopeman to Cheltenham, yeah, just a ten and a half hours like. in the van. Um, when I was speaking to them, we're just getting the general crack and, and whatever. But um, but also been back through listening to his stuff. Absolutely phenomenal. If you've if you've not ever listened, go have a listen. Um, so I've I've caught that question, Fraser. I'm going to absolutely <laughs> drop kick it back at you. Um, <laughs> how's your touch? Oh, it's miles away. Um, Hit my belly. <laughs> what is your uh, What is your uh, taste of music been like this week? It's been phenomenal in my in my understanding. I uh, well since the last time we met last week, Thursday, me and Yoon went to go see Top Gun, the new one came out. Any good? Oh, unbelievable, man! It's really good. I feel like Genuinely, so good. I just I I don't know. This is a, this is for another another day. But I just hate the cinema. I, uh-huh. I don't know why, but it just just annoys me. Fair enough. Um, I'm just not gonna argue. I'll wait for it to come out on Netflix. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the obviously the major one of the major songs from Top Gun is uh, "Danger Zone" by Kenny Loggins. Uh, Oh, great song! So I've just, I've just generally had that in repeat all, all two weeks long at least, um, and because I thought when I listened to the mo- when I watched the movie, I thought they re-recorded that. So I looked it up online and I saw that the, that Kenny did actually do one, 
but apparently they didn't use it. Uh-huh. So he made he made Danger Zone Danger Zone five point so like remastered everything Jeez. about it, like it made it so much better apparently, but Tom Cruise didn't want to use it. Just want the original. Yeah, just want to keep it like as close to the original as possible. So Thomas, you're not in my good books at the moment. Not at all. Uh, and I've also been listening to some Shania Twain, which never goes wrong. <laughs> Let's go! <gasps> yeah, you but yeah, go, can't go wrong with a bit of Shania. Unbelievable, by the way. So yeah, see, great see tunes. When, see when it comes on in the the railway, you're just like, ah, oh, you just you just lose everything at that point. It's just the guitar though for um, "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." Just ding, 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 and then everyone goes, "Let's go, girls." <laughs> But at that point, I'm like, oh, God. And then I hear the guitar again, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Tremendous. What up? What up? Yeah, no, interesting as ever with yourself. <laughs> um, t- Danger Zone and Shania Twain. Lovely. Um, there's not much... Uh, Double trouble. Oh, there is actually a music festival happening this weekend. There's uh, Download. I know you've ever heard of this festival, Fraser. Download. Basically, Download is a festival that's like they specify you in bands that are like from years ago like not years ago but like not there's not any modern people go play it it's like all like old time like 90s 90s and 80s bands that play um it's quite good i've always always been intrigued to go um Mm -hmm. i I can't remember what the lineup is this year I'll, i'll i will search it as we speak um download remember there used to be a like a it was like the friday download it was like a kid show where they played like new music and did like games and stuff i think it was like cbbc there you go do you mind that at all so your top three bands you've got kiss iron maiden and biffy Clyro are your headliners Eh? stop yeah and then you've got kiss are playing Uh oh i want to rock and roll all night and i'm back Back in the New uh, York you've got other room. bands like the Deftones, uh, Rise Against. You might have heard of them before. Um, also, we've got Steel Tunnel Panther. Weavers. Tunnel oh, Steel Panther. Steel Panther. The Darkness. What a band. The Darkness. Uh, trying to think if there's anyone else you would know there. Uh, there's, there's there's so many bands playing it. So it's uh, I think it's a two day event. Um, oh no, it's three That's day cool, event. Eh? Three day event. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and there's there's four stages, so it's quite a big festival. I guess near London, uh, from from what I remember. Brilliant, uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, so I've always wanted to go, but I think Mike from uh, from the band is going. He he's he's all for that kind of music. So, um, so yeah, Donington, Donington is the place where it is. Um, but yeah. That's uh, obviously looking forward to Belladrums happening in a couple of months. Um, closest festival to us. Um, are you attending, still, Fraser? Still never gone. You should. You need to do it. You've I got d- to I do just, it. Yeah, but I think I'm past the age now where I want to go. Nah. Like, see if I went. See if I went. Like maybe, don't know, late academy, early uni. I would have been nah, fine. But now I'm just. Like, I just can't be bothered. Nah, do you know what I like about it? I'm not necessarily there for like whoever's playing main stage. I couldn't actually give a flying whatever. 
that it's all the wee stages where you find new people that you've never heard before that are really good. Um, like one for instance, which is is absolutely mental to think about. But the first ever Belladrum that there was, do you know who played? Um, at like the tiniest stage on that Belladrum, and he played to like fifteen people. Would I know? I'm assuming I would know them. Yeah, Doogie McLean. No. No. Bigger than that. Bigger. Scottish. No, English. Uh, Sam Smith. Bigger than that. George Ezra. Bigger than that. Uh, I'll have one more guess, and you can tell me. Oh. English solo, bigger than the bigger than big people I can name. That's like oh. Um, so David Bowie, Ed Sheeran, did he played, played to fifteen people apparently at the first ever Belladrum because at the first Belladrum, uh, again I think it was Mike from Rhythm and Real that went and he said that he see he went to see this boy because folk were saying that he was really good and he was one of the fifteen that he played to. That's and it was before anyone knew who he was, and he was playing all the songs that he plays now. That's pretty much like all of his big hits. Where yeah, he was playing them back then. This just wee spotty ginger boy <laughs> playing at Belgium. But there you go. Like probably... it's, it's folk like that that you, you sometimes hear. Um, like I, I like going all the other wee stages, and it's also you've got like the there's basically a trad stage. It's a good the that's kind of got a bit of mostly trad music. Um, there, there's there's stuff for everyone really. If you if you want a bit of every kind of music, it's there. Um, and it's in Bewley, which is like half an hour for us. Which is Beautiful. Superb. I'm just I'm waiting for gala season. Gala season. Can't um, wait. Yeah, I actually need to look at that because I was going to try to get tickets for Tidelines in Tain. Are they still on sale? Are they? I think so. Aye, because we're off that weekend. So. Beautiful. Let's get see. going, mate. Aye. Are you going as well? Are you? See, of course yes. I am. Well, maybe like personal up. friends of the band. <laughs> Watch them patch me when they well, get to Tain, though. Live episode before they get. <laughs> Welcome back to the Real Chat Podcast. We We're could, on in ten minutes. We, I know. We'll just take two seconds. We, we could revise our. Uh, well, you could revise your Mister and Mister. <laughs> <laughs> I played this game. It didn't go so well, and even though I know n- right nothing about it. you, I know nothing about you personally. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, but no, looking forward to that. And as as ever, um, we th- we'd like to thank you for listening again. This episode, we would like to apologise again for our our uh, our. MIA in the last last uh, last couple of weeks. Um, we'll try and get twenty out next week. I think we should get twenty out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Scotland could do the business tonight and at the weekend. And then um, Wednesday again, and, and we're Wednesday again. Yes, and we're a lot of happy men. Yes, and we're all we're all happy. Um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, so yeah, that brings us to the end. And as ever, it is an Ikeva from me. An Albagubra from me. Thank you very much, and we will see you next one. Give us some welly.
That's more like it.